0: Hi, I'm Shona, your host of the Untamed Souls podcast. I'm a healing facilitator, magic creator, and all-round untamed woman. If you're interested in learning all about the universe, healing, magic, and so much more, then this is the podcast for you. So sit back, get out your journals, and let's dive in. and welcome back to the untamed souls podcast we are on episode five which is freaking dope and yeah i hope you're all doing well i hope you've had a good week and you're resting up honoring yourself feeling your feelings doing all that good juicy stuff so this week i've been exhausted like I just want to rest and do nothing and I'm like honoring it but also not to a point I'm still in the um training wheels phase of listening to when I need to rest because when I rest I often feel guilty for not doing anything and then it's just like anxiety spikes because I'm not doing anything and I should be doing something but I don't want to do anything and I'm allowed to rest yeah it's a good time wouldn't recommend so yeah Today, I wanted to talk about getting help and expressing your feelings and that kind of stuff. So I'm going to start off by saying it is A, okay to ask for help. It is okay to get help. You don't have to do everything alone. I'll repeat that again. You don't have to do everything alone. It's okay to get help. So be that with a psychologist, with a doctor, with a friend with a coach, with a healer, even like my physiotherapist. I love talking to her about stuff. She gives me great advice and we have like a a mutual thing and it's just like it's mental therapy as well as physical therapy. It's really good. (laughs) So, yeah, finding people like that that you feel comfortable and safe with that you can uh, express your problems or ask for help or guidance or anything like that. So, yeah. It's okay to get help. You don't have to do it alone. And saying that, like, when I first started doing all this work, I was like, oh, I can just read the books or look at posts on Instagram and do all that kind of stuff. And I'll just do it by myself. Like, I won't pay for a coach. I won't invest in myself or anything. Because, like, why would I invest in myself when I have all this content that's everywhere? But it got to a point where it was like, there's so much content and I don't even know what I'm looking for. I don't know what to do. I don't know what's going to work for me. And it was really just like, I don't want to do any of these things because it's all just too hard. And then I kind of decided that I was like, you know what? It's okay. Like I'm allowed to ask for help. I'm safe to get a coach. And I kind of decided that I wanted a coach or I was thinking about it at least. And then I think a week or two later, a coach, Inez, popped up and it just kind of fell all into place and so yeah having Inez as my first coach, she took me through a lot like it started off as like fitness coaching and stuff but then it ended up being mindset coaching and it was honestly just a beautiful transition from what I thought I wanted and what I thought I needed to what I actually needed And that's the beauty of coaching. Like you go into things with an expectation of like, yes, if I get this coach, I'm going to lose all the weight and I'm going to be happy. And then you get into the program and then you lose the mindset that you need to lose weight instead of losing the weight. So you may be the same weight, but you love yourself even more because you grew a connection with your body. And that was a lot of what happened throughout the Peaceful Body Project. And yeah, so if I didn't get that help, I wouldn't have quantum leaped to where I am now and I wouldn't have trusted myself to invest in myself like I didn't I didn't believe I was worthy until I started investing in myself and now I know that A money is fluid it's going to flow through me all the time so I may as well spend it on something that I actually enjoy and actually aligns with me and B like I am worthy of spending money on myself I don't have to save it away for a rainy day like it's okay and it's safe to spend money on myself because I am so freaking worthy of that and yeah so you are freaking worthy of investing in yourself too and it doesn't just have to be your mindset if that's not something that aligns with you like if you want to invest in doctors or something or like um, nutrition or any of those types of things to help your body like to help your physical body then that do that like invest in things that make you feel good that um, align with your higher self that push you to a better future instead of staying stuck the same. So, get some help. <laughs> there are so many tools, resources, people available out in the world for you to reach out to if you ever need help. Or even if you like aren't at the point of breakdown or anything, you don't have to be at the point of needing someone to get help from someone. So what I mean is like you don't need to be in the depths of depression to go see a psychologist you can start seeing a psychologist whenever like you could be on top of the moon and then just like you know what I'm gonna go see a psychologist and just because you're not in a bad place doesn't mean you can't see a psychologist or anyone because you don't it's better to fix your mess before you get into the mess than having to dig yourself out like preventing the mess is better than being in the mess and getting into the mess if that makes sense. When it comes to getting help from friends, um, there is one thing or like family or anyone, there is one thing that is super duper duper important to do. And that's ask for permission before you start talking about things and you start opening up to them. Ask permission and make sure they're in the right headspace to hold space for you whilst you are going through whatever it is. Because like when you're in the middle of like Uh, an explosive anxiety attack you're not thinking as straight and like these issues could be quite minor but the energy that you're bringing to this other person could be i guess catastrophic to their mental health and their their day really like if you come to someone and you're in a big emotional way and you're just like you just dump it all onto them then they have to carry all your shit as well as carrying their own. And if they're not in a good space as it is. Then they're going to be drowning in it. Like not. You can't always hold space for everyone. You can't always be there for everyone else. And it's it's important to protect your own energy. But also being conscious of other people's energy as well. Which like I. I In the past I have not done that. And like I have emotionally dumped on people. And I now. Like I, I'm not mad at myself for it. Because I didn't know any better. But I promise to myself and to anyone that I come into contact with that I will be better in the future going forward. I will always ask permission and always check in before I start talking about things and it's just and it's just makes it more sacred and more intimate when you ask permission and get that consent from the person you're talking to to talk about anything that's coming up or your fears and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so going from that, I I wanted to talk about the difference between emotional dumping and venting. Um, There are other terms for it, but this is the terms that I'm going to use today. So emotional dumping is like not asking permission to vent. It's unconsciously dumping all of your emotions onto someone else without thinking of the consequences for them or thinking about them. It's just, you just, I think... (sighs) You just expect everyone to be able to hold space for you at all times. Whereas venting is more asking permission. Hey, is it okay if I talk about this? It's something that's really got me worked up at the moment. Or even just like, hey, I have this problem. Could we talk about it? Uh, Do you have the space to talk about it? And yeah, so emotional dumping is like, it's complaining about the same thing over and over again and not doing anything about it. Like every time you catch up with this person, you're still talking about the same thing and you haven't done anything to fix it or even try and make it better. You just want to talk about the same things going on. And you're often uh, victimizing yourself. So you're playing the victim. You're not taking responsibility for your part in the situation. You're just like, oh, everything happens to me, not for me. And it's just a it's a more toxic way of talking to people and it's just very um it's very big and loud and not the most polite way I guess of doing things. And you're not as open to other people sharing. So you're not like it's all about you. It's it's your party, not and they can't share anything. You don't have the space to hold for them, but they have to hold space for you. So it's kind of just a one-way street instead of Being open, like I share a little bit, you share a little bit, I share a little bit, you share a little bit, and we both don't feel emotionally drained during the conversation. It's more like it's a mutual experience instead of being one-sided. For a lot of people, though, this type of uh, connection and this type of talking to each other and um, emotional expression is how we were raised and what we experienced growing up. It's not something... It's a very unconscious and, and like, basic childhood training coming up. So it's it's hard breaking the pattern of just sharing when it comes up and expecting everyone to, like, help you and, ex- like, listen and hold space for you because that's what was expected of you as a child. It's just learning that just because that's how it was growing up doesn't mean it's the right way, doesn't mean it's the healthy way. The healthy way is asking permission and holding space for other people, just like you want people to hold space for you. It's like treating someone how you want it to be, want to be treated. So if you don't want people emotionally dumping on you, then don't emotionally dump on other people. And yeah, it will, if you are, if you do do that, and if that is something that you're Noticing about yourself and your relationships and stuff, like it's okay. Don't stress about it too much. Just acknowledge when you do it. Even if you start doing it, then halfway through you're like, oh, actually, this doesn't, this isn't right. Like, I'm sorry. Or even after the fact, like after you've emotionally dumped on someone, just go back and be like, hey, um, I know it won't take back what I did, but I'm really sorry that. I did that. I um I was very unconscious in the moment. I wasn't paying attention to what I was doing. Um I'll try to be better next time and I'm trying to pick up and I'm trying to retrain this habit out of me. And yeah, it's kind of like it's like everything. Like be compassionate with yourself because you don't know like you can't know things that you don't know yet. You can't do things that you don't know how to do yet. It's it's all practice, it's all learning, That that's the journey of life, that's the journey of this healing, like healing the patterns that you were you were raised with and that you inherited from your parents or your grandparents or like the generational trauma, like sometimes things that you feel or the things that you do, the patterns that you do, they're not even your patterns, they're just what you inherited by being born into that family line, which like that's, that's just how it is. That's how we are. We inherit past lives, past ancestors. We inherit their, their shit, unfortunately. Um, but in saying that, that means when we're conscious of it, it gives us the opportunity to heal, not just for ourselves, but we're healing for them. We're healing for our, our past ancestors, and we are healing for the future of our. Bloodline and our future children and grandchildren and things so by making the conscious choice now to do the work to stand up and say "Nah, I don't like the patterning that I have I don't like how I act this trauma doesn't serve me and my family line anymore by standing up and doing the work and getting deep into your body into your soul and just getting deep into it all you are not just healing yourself you are healing your past lives you are healing your future bloodlines your children you are healing your friends. Anyone in close proximity to you, like they will feel your vibe changing and then that'll either inspire them to change or that'll just make them uncomfortable and then they'll move away from you. But if they're moving away from you, it's not a bad thing. It just means that they're not compatible with your energy anymore because you have grown, you have elevated, you have expanded into a new a new level of consciousness and a new level of being. Yeah, like taking the time doing the work you are changing not just your own life not just your own future but you will be affecting a hell of a lot of people and it's it's a big responsibility to take on but honestly it's freaking worth it like if I can heal my children or stop them from inheriting Inheriting things that I have inherited or that I have created within my body that they would have that I would have passed on like I heck yeah I would go through hell to save my children from that hell. it's kind of just a no-brainer to me, but I'm also really interested and I guess a little addicted to going deep into my brain and learning about myself and learning about my patterns and just getting real with myself and finding out who I am at a soul level. And yeah, it's just, it's a fun journey. And it wasn't the journey I was expecting when I first started doing this work. I was expecting to like heal some trauma, find out that I don't know. I was hit as a kid. I wasn't. And then like, just like deal with that. And then I'd be cured of all my body pains, but it it hasn't ended up being like that. It's been a completely different journey than what I ever expected, but I am so beyond grateful that I got to go on it. And the people that I've met and the people that I talk to and the ideas that people come up with and Just like the conversations that I've had the honor of having with people in different scenarios is incredible. And I'm so beyond grateful that I have this experience and that I chose to go down this path of healing myself because I've never been alone in this. Like I have even though like sometimes I'm scared to reach out and I get I feel like I'm a burden to them I always know that I have people if I ever needed them I have people I could reach out to and these could just be people that I've done a group breathwork class with once or twice or however many times never really spoken to them outside of things but I could be like hey I had this idea do you mind if I talk to you about it because i feel like this align like this conversation really aligns with with you and i would really love to have it with you like i know i have people around me that i can reach out to at any time and i'm not alone and if you decide to go down this journey of going doing the work you will never ever be alone there are so many people doing the work there are so many people getting deep within their shit and going deep down that all experiences that you have are practically normal. Like one time in breathwork, I I realized that like my soul's origin, my soul's origin was like I was an archangel. And then when I first came down to earth, I came down for a purpose to heal the world. Um, When I first came down, however many millennia ago I don't actually know however long ago the humans they saw my wings as a threat and as different and weird and they were cut off me and so this this all happened in breath work and then I don't know if it was the same session or another session like the next session but my wings were like reattached actually no they were I learned about the wings being cut off and then my wings were reattached during the session and then the next session I grieved the pain that my wings felt because they were they were lost from me for centuries and they needed like they had so much trauma within them so it was like an extension of me that I put back on but it didn't come with the love just the love and light it also came with the shit that my wings ca- went through and like this all sounds absolutely nutso. so <laughs> and if someone told me I, before like doing any of this that I was going to have an experience like that I would have been like all right, buddy. (laughs) Cool. I, uh, yeah. But now that I've experienced it, it's like, this stuff is powerful. This is whack. And it's so cool. And I'm just so curious to see where I can go, how far I can go, how deep I can get within myself, within everything. And like, obviously I have to be careful. I know it could potentially get deep and dark and stuff, but I'm, I have methods to protect myself and I have people around me that can pull me out if I need, like doing group breath work. I have a facilitator who she, if I need anything, like she's there and she can help me out of it. And it's just, you're never alone. So it's okay. And yeah, it's just, you're never alone in this journey. And it's just, just reflecting now, I'm like, wow, I'm genuinely not alone. Like I have so many support networks, so many people around me that want to help me, that like my presence, that like my energy. And I'm so beyond grateful for everyone that has come into contact with me, be it through doing this work or just in general, I'm just super grateful for every human <laughs> because yeah, I'm full of love. That was a huge tangent from where I was what I was talking about but I think it was a very important one and I'm really glad that it happened so <laughs> emotional dumping goes into like the opposite of that is emotional venting so venting is more like asking for permission to talk like hey do you have space for me to talk about this thing that's happened to me it's also like if you're talking to, a, to someone you're open to guidance or At the start, you can just be like, look, I just want to talk about it. I don't need – like, I know what to do. I just need to talk about it um, and get it out. So, like, I don't – I'm not asking for guidance or anything. Like, I don't want guidance. I just need to talk about it. So, you kind of set the intention. You set – everyone know, everyone's on the same page. It's not like the other person's like, oh, do they want uh, advice? Are they, like, uh, do you want me to help? Because a lot of people, myself included, like, if someone comes to me with an issue – I'm going to be like, well, I want to fix it. Like I, I'm a people pleaser. I want to fix it. I want to help you. I want to make your life so much better. I don't care if it puts me down, like I'll, I'll, I'll help you. But I've now realized that people don't always want or need help. Sometimes they just need someone to listen. And yeah, so if you go into like a conversation where you're like, hey, Um, I just really need to talk about this shit that's going on. I know what I want to do. Like I know what I've got to do. I just need to talk about it. You're coming in with like everyone knows what's going on. You're open, loud, and clear of what you want from this experience. And if they're happy to give that experience to you or like to hold space for you during that time, then everyone's a-okay. Venting doesn't feel like you're spiraling into victimhood like with dumping how it feels in my body is like it's big it's heavy it's just like you're like panicked and it's like I need to get rid of this I don't know what to do like I I just need to dump it all out and it's kind of like you'll just throw up on the first person that says hi to you whereas venting is more like you consciously choose who you want to talk to because A, you trust that person. B, you know that they can hold space for you. You have a mutual agreement, maybe. Like, it's finding the right person that vibes with you and who you can talk to about anything. And maybe you can't talk to them about everything, but with this topic that you're coming to them with, they feel like the right person to talk to. It's all about, like, listen to your intuition. (laughs) Just that gut feeling. If someone, if you're like, you have these feelings and you're like, "I, I need to vent about it. And like the first person that comes to mind ask them. Maybe they were thinking about you too. And then it'll be a whole synchronicity and then it'll be wild. And with venting, there's no blame on anyone else. It's either objective, like both parties are wrong. Um, You're taking responsibility for your own part in this. Um, You're just kind of, you're not, it's not like bitching. It's not gossiping. It's just like expressing how you feel about a situation. Kind of like, yeah, it's just more objective. It's, A lot of the time you kind of... I think my biggest recommendation for venting is maybe instead of going straight to the person, write it down first or even type the message out in like a Word document and then ask them if they're willing to hold space for you. And then... Or even read over what you've written and be like, oh, this is ridiculous. Like, I don't need to talk about this. Sometimes just writing it out helps. So you're giving yourself that second chance to like, is this something that really needs to be said? And I need, is this something that I really need to talk about? Or is it just something that I needed to see in a different perspective? So writing it out and not sending it straight away is a great way to just like, know if this is genuinely something that you need to talk about, that you need to discuss with someone, or is it just something that you literally just needed to write out? And sometimes Instead of needing to vent and needing to talk to someone, you just need to journal. You just need to write it out by yourself and then get it off your chest and you're good to go. Like that's okay too. There's so many different methods that there are that you have to get emotions out get emotions moving like you don't always have to go to someone else to fix your problems which is another thing that I find with emotional dumping a lot of the time it's I would go to people to dump and it would be like I need you to fix my problems because I don't trust myself to do it whereas now it's like I can fix all my problems. I'd just like to talk about it. Or what would you do in this situation? Like getting more ideas than just my idea. It, it's kind of more, it gives me more choice. Which finding the balance between like going to other people to get them to tell me what to do and going to other people for like different perspective or like, yeah, just to get a different perspective. I find them very different. Um, and yeah, it's kind of just everything is whatever works for you. But also you need to take into account everyone else. And like if you keep emotionally dumping on people, they're not going to want to hang out with you. They're going to dread seeing you because they're like, oh, it's such a draining conversation. Every time I see her or him, it's like, oh, I just don't like I, I'm so drained afterwards. So emotional dumping would can lead to you losing friends, not because you're growing and expanding just because you're not a good person to be around like people don't want to be around someone that's always making them feel like shit always feeling like they have to talk you down from big emotions and stuff and like I say this with all the love and compassion because I've been there I've been that person it's I'm not calling anyone out it's more so just like to open your mind to new perspectives new ideas and like I didn't know I had no idea until someone was like hey you're doing this, I wouldn't like, like, next time, could you ask? Like, Until someone set the boundary with me, I had no idea what I was doing. And like, there were times where I was like, this doesn't feel right, but I was so deep in whatever I was in that I would just do it anyway. But now it's like, ever since that boundary was set with me, it's like, okay, now I'm going to be more, I guess, sacred with what I say. I'm going to be more specific. It's going to be like, I'll write it out first, sit on it, Not like I'd I'd sit on it and be like, is this what I, is this what I really want to say? Is this, and like ask for why, like ask myself, why am I asking these questions? Why am I telling them these things before I just dive right in? And it's kind of, it just like, it opens up so much room for a, me trusting myself more. Like if I'd write it out and be like, oh, I can fix this easily That's a win for me because I'm trusting myself. I trust myself to fix my problems instead of having to get someone else to fix my problems. And it's just it's just that balance of like just figuring it all out, figuring out what works best for you is is super important. Yeah. So I think that is a big old rant that I don't know. I'm actually yeah, that was I think that was all I needed to cover today. Thank you for listening. I hope this all made sense. As always, let me know what you think. Give me all the details, all the feedback. Um, If this triggered you, maybe it's time to check what's going on. Maybe you're doing these things and maybe you need to call yourself out on it before someone else does or before you lose all your friends. So yeah, thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Bye! I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Untamed Souls podcast. Don't forget to share any juicy quotes you got from this episode on Instagram and tag me at Shona D. Styler. I can't wait to connect. And as always, sending love and quantum healing.